Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. So I'm not a big Reddit poster, but after what happened to me, I had to share it somewhere. I feel like I've been thrown into some twisted movie plot. It had been a stressful week at work, so I decided to take a little break, treating myself to a hot cup of coffee at Nordless Cafe, a small place I'd come to love in Oslo. The vintage wooden tables, dim lighting, and faint aroma of freshly ground coffee beans always provided me a comforting escape from the hustle and bustle of the city. After placing my order at the counter, I found a cozy corner spot by the window, giving me a panoramic view of the Oslo streets. As I waited for my coffee, I started getting lost in thoughts, watching people pass by and wondering about their stories. Maybe it's silly, but I always felt everyone had a secret, some hidden tale they weren't sharing with the world. As I was lost in this thought, my ears caught onto a familiar voice. At first, I thought I was imagining things, but when I looked over, there she was. Lyria, my beautiful wife. She was seated a few tables away, laughing with someone. That someone was Juna, her closest friend from college. A small smirk formed on my lips. I thought about how I could surprise her, maybe send over a dessert or just pop by their table for a quick hug. But something stopped me. Something about their hushed tones, the way Juna kept looking around as if to ensure no one was listening. My heart started racing as I realized that Lyria hadn't seen me yet. I leaned back into my chair, carefully hiding behind the menu. I told myself I was just being paranoid. But then I heard it. My name. I just... I don't know, Juna. Sometimes I feel like I made a mistake with Zephyr. My heart sank. The words hit like a punch in the gut. I wanted to shout, to stand up and ask her directly what she meant. But my body froze, and I continued to listen, hoping against hope that I'd misunderstood or that there would be some clarification. But what followed only confirmed my fears, hinting at secrets, betrayals, and a life I didn't know my wife was living. What would you do if you were in my shoes? Would you confront her immediately or try to gather more evidence? I'm lost, Reddit. Edit. Thank you for the supportive comments. I never expected this post to get so much attention. I'll keep you updated on what unfolds next. Okay guys, first off, 
Thanks for all the comments and DMs from my last post. I'm still trying to process what I heard, but here's an update from the cafe. So there I was, heart pounding in my ears as my wife's voice continued to float over from her table. The atmosphere in Nordless Cafe shifted for me. What was once a haven now felt like a trap. Every tick of the wall clock felt deafening. Every sip of coffee tasted bitter. Juna, Lyria started, her voice a mix of sadness and desperation. Do you remember that trip I took to Bergen a few months ago? Juna nodded, giving her an encouraging look. Yeah, the business conference, right? Lyria took a deep breath, her fingers playing with the napkin on the table. There was someone there. His name's Thane. I could hear Juna gasp softly. Lyria, are you saying... Lyria bit her lip, hesitating. I don't know how it happened, Juna. One evening, after a session, a group of us went out for drinks, and that's when I met him. He's charismatic, funny, and seemed so interested in my thoughts, my dreams. I was trying hard to hold back my emotions, but hearing her talk about this Thane guy with such fondness, I felt like a dagger was twisting in my chest. This couldn't be happening, not Lyria. We had shared our dreams. Our love story was the stuff of fairy tales, or so I had believed. Juna's voice brought me back. But you and Zephyr, you two seemed so perfect. Why would you even think about someone else? Lyria looked down, her voice barely audible. Sometimes, Juna, life isn't about the perfect moments. It's about the real ones. With Zephyr, everything has become so routine, so predictable. With Thane, even for that short time, it felt alive. Now, I'm not proud of this. But at that moment, I was fuming. I wanted to rush over, confront her, ask her how she could do this to us, to our love. But instead, I hid. Behind that damned menu, my shield from the cruel reality unfolding before me. It was a mix of fear, disbelief, and not wanting to make a scene. Reddit, I need your advice again. How do I approach this situation? I don't want to lose my wife, but I can't live with this secret either. Is there a way to heal, to rebuild trust, or is it already too late? Hey, it's me again. Thanks for the flood of responses on the last update. I can't believe how many of you are invested in my mess of a life. I've read through every single comment, and your support means the world to me. Here's what happened next. It had been a few days since the cafe incident, and the tension at home was palpable. Lyria and I had started to drift, our conversations reduced to mundane pleasantries. I wanted to confront her, but every time I looked into her eyes, I was scared of what I might find. One evening, she was out, probably with Juna again, or so she said. After pacing around our apartment, debating with myself whether to snoop or not, curiosity got the best of me. What if there were more secrets she was hiding? I needed clarity. I needed the truth. With every intention to clear my doubts, I started with the obvious places. Her desk, her nightstand, nothing. But then, a small bulge in the corner of her sock drawer caught my eye. My hands shook as I pulled out a sleek black phone something I'd never seen before. It was a model unfamiliar to me, and it wasn't password protected. Hesitantly, I began scrolling. Messages, photos, voicemails, a treasure trove of memories, but not ours, hers, and Thane's. Messages filled with affectionate emojis, 
secret plans to meet up in hidden corners of Oslo, and even mentions of a cozy cabin in the Lofoten Islands. Pictures of the two of them laughing, toasting drinks, him giving her a delicate necklace. My vision blurred, tears forming. One message stood out, sent from Thane. Can't wait for the day we can finally be together, without hiding. Love you. The air in the room felt suffocating. I felt like an intruder in my own home, viewing glimpses of a life I wasn't a part of. The weight of betrayal pressing down on me was overwhelming. Reddit, I'm broken. Finding that phone. It's like every fear I had came true. I know I invaded her privacy, and that's not cool. But the magnitude of her deception. I don't know if we can bounce back from this. How do I even begin to address this with her? Is it time to walk away? Edit. I've read suggestions about seeking therapy or counseling. It might be a good idea. Also, thanks to those who've shared their own stories of betrayal. Makes me feel less alone in all of this. I'll update soon. So, after discovering the phone and reading through all those messages, I realized I needed answers. But before I approached Lyria, I felt it was necessary to speak with someone who knew the whole story. That someone was Juna. I texted her, asking if we could meet at the city square near the grand statue of King Christian IV. It's a place bustling with tourists and locals, but I figured the open space might diffuse the tension. She hesitated at first, but after a while she agreed. As I waited for her, my anxiety levels skyrocketed. Each passing second felt like hours, and then, amidst the crowd, I spotted her. With a deep breath, I approached. Juna, I began, my voice shaky, I know. She looked taken aback. Know what, Zephyr? Why did you want to meet? I said, don't plague Miss Juna. I overheard you and Lyria at the cafe, and I've seen the phone. Juna's face paled, and she fidgeted with her fingers, a nervous habit I remembered from our college days. Zephyr, it's not what you think. Really? Because from where I stand, it looks pretty damn clear. I snapped, anger and pain evident in my voice. Juna hesitated for a moment before letting out a deep sigh. Look, I won't deny it. I knew about Lyria and Thane. But it's not my place to say anything. I was trying to be a good friend. I scoffed. A good friend? By hiding the truth? By watching as my marriage crumbled? She looked down, her eyes glossy. I thought you deserved to know, Zephyr. That's why I let Lyria talk that day at the cafe, hoping you might overhear. My eyes widened in shock. So you knew I was there? She nodded slowly. Yes, but understand this. It was all out of concern for you. I wanted you to find out, confront the situation, maybe even save your marriage. I felt a rush of mixed emotions. Anger, betrayal, sadness, confusion. Everything was overwhelming. So Reddit, here's where I'm at. Juna claims she had my best interests at heart, but can I really trust her? And what do I do about Lyria? The more I dig, the more convoluted this all becomes. Hey Reddit. First off, I can't thank you enough for the continued support and advice. With everything that's been happening, I found myself reflecting on the past, back to the days when everything was simpler. I felt like sharing a bit of our history might give you all, and maybe even myself, some more insight into what went wrong. Rewind to the early 2000s in Tromsø, a picturesque town with its midnight sun and aurora borealis. The place where our story began. Lyria and I were both attending the same high school. It was the sort of school where everyone knew everyone, 
and the crisp Arctic air filled our lungs with dreams and aspirations. Our story, classic. We were in the school's drama club, preparing for a rendition of Romeo and Juliet. Guess who played the star-crossed lovers? Yep, us. As cliche as it sounds, our onstage romance blossomed into real-life affection. Our dates comprised late-night walks under the auroras, sharing dreams of a future together, holding hands and feeling like the world was at our feet. With her sun-kissed hair and radiant smile, Lyria was the talk of our grade, and she chose me. We had our fair share of ups and downs, of course. Jealousies over co-stars in other plays, petty high school politics, disagreements on our future directions. But we overcame them all. By the time graduation rolled around, we were inseparable. The golden couple of our year. Everyone thought we were destined for each other, and for the longest time so did I. However, there was this one incident that has been nagging at me lately. Senior year, a rumor went around that Lyria had been seen at a party, getting a bit too close to a guy from the year above. I confronted her, and she cried, swearing it was a misunderstanding, and I believed her. But now, with everything unraveling, I can't help but wonder, was our love story always built on shaky ground? Was I always wearing rose-tinted glasses? There you have it, Reddit, a glimpse into our past. I guess what I'm trying to understand is, was it all just a facade? Did the cracks appear long before I noticed them? It's hard seeing your treasured memories in a new, dubious light. Reddit, it's me again. I need to get something off my chest, something I never thought I'd share. It's about a night I spent with an old friend, Alina. The weight of Lyria's secrets and Juna's revelations felt like a noose tightening around my neck. One evening, needing to clear my head and find solace in something familiar, I headed to our favorite pub in the city, the Northern Lights. To my surprise, seated at the bar with a glass of wine in hand, was Alina. We'd been close friends back in university, sharing classes, laughs, and life's ups and downs. But over time, with commitments and life's chaos, we drifted apart. Zephyr, she exclaimed, her eyes wide with surprise. It's been ages. We caught up on life, and the more we talked, the clearer it became that she knew nothing of my marital struggles. There was a comfort in that innocence, a break from the reality I was drowning in. Several rounds in, Alina's gaze shifted. You know, Zephyr, she began, her voice soft and hesitant. I always thought you and I, well, we had something. A spark, maybe? I had feelings for you, but you were so in love with Lyria, I never acted on them. I was taken aback. This was a side of Alina I never knew. A chapter of our history I'd completely missed. The evening grew late. The pub's ambiance shifted to a soft, dreamy hue. Vulnerabilities unveiled. And in a mix of alcohol, nostalgia, and a desperate need for connection, we found ourselves in her apartment. The morning sun brought clarity and guilt. As I woke up beside Alina, Memories of the night before hit me like a tidal wave. What had I done? Reddit. I've made a mistake. I'm not proud of it. I never imagined myself in this situation. Now I feel I've stooped to Lyria's level. How do I deal with this guilt? Where do I go from here? Edit. To those who've been in a similar situation, your stories are helping me process. To others passing judgment, I get it. I mess it up. I'm only human. 
trying to find my way through this mess. Hey Reddit, things have taken a turn that I didn't anticipate. Remember the phone, the secrets, and the betrayal. It's time for some raw truth. Last night, Lyria approached me, her eyes swollen from crying. Zephyr, she began, her voice trembling. I can't keep this hidden anymore. My heart raced, preparing for the storm. Go on, I prompted. She took a deep breath. Yes, I've been seeing Thane, but it's not as simple as you think. I felt trapped in our marriage. It wasn't because of you or anything specific you did. It was the weight of our past, the weight of being the golden couple. It's as if we were stuck in a narrative we never truly wrote for ourselves. Every choice I made was always in relation to us, never just for me. I was struggling to keep my composure, my mind flashing back to our high school days, our promises, our dreams. Why Thane? I managed to ask. She sighed. With him, I felt free, Zephyr. No baggage, no expectations. It was an escape. I felt my anger surge. So you just ran away? Instead of talking? Instead of trying? Her face hardened. Zephyr, I did try. I tried to talk to you about my dreams, my aspirations. Every time I spoke of wanting something different for myself, you'd brush it off or change the subject. I felt unheard, invisible. The room was thick with tension, unsaid words and years of emotions. The pain was evident in both our eyes. Reddit, I'm lost. Part of me understands her, while the other part feels completely betrayed. Was I so engrossed in our shared past that I failed to see her present struggles? Were we both to blame? I don't even know where to begin picking up these pieces. I was heading to the market when my phone buzzed. It was Juna. Can we meet? She texted, a hint of desperation in her words. Curious, I agreed, and we settled on the local park where the memories of my past confrontations seemed a world away. The moment I saw her, I knew something was amiss. She looked uneasy, shifting from foot to foot. Zephyr, she began, her voice barely above a whisper. There's something I haven't told you. I raised an eyebrow, bracing myself for more drama. What is it now? Juna took a deep breath. I... I orchestrated all of this. I introduced Lyria to Thane. The revelation caught me off guard. Wait, what? Why? She looked down, her face a canvas of guilt and regret. I've always been envious of Lyria. She had everything I ever wanted. A successful career, you, a perfect life. And I... I wanted to create chaos, to see if she'd crumble under pressure. My mind raced, trying to piece together her motives. So, you knowingly introduced her to Thane, betting on an affair? Juna nodded slowly. It was a game to me. I never thought it would go this far. But seeing your pain, your marriage unraveling, I can't keep this to myself any longer. I was livid. You played with our lives, Juna. For what? Some twisted sense of satisfaction? Juna looked up, tears in her eyes. I'm so sorry, Zephyr. I let my envy and bitterness take over. I never realized the consequences. Reddit? I'm at a loss. Another betrayal. Another knife in the back. Is anyone truly trustworthy anymore? Was Juna's confession genuine, or is there more lurking beneath the surface? Reddit, it's been a while since I updated. I wish I could say things have improved, but the truth is, I feel more lost than ever. 
In the aftermath of Juna's shocking confession, I felt as if the ground beneath me had shifted. Every familiar face, every corner of Oslo, seemed like a haunting reminder of the betrayals and lies. My trust had been shattered, not just in Lyria, but in everyone I held close. So I began distancing myself. Slowly, I cut ties with friends, co-workers, anyone who had even the slightest connection to the past events. I'd roam the streets of Oslo, hoping the brisk, cold air and the city's beauty could drown out the chaotic thoughts swirling in my mind. One particular day, as I aimlessly wandered near the Oslo Opera House, its magnificent structure reflecting on the still waters, a thought crossed my mind. How did I get here? I began retracing the steps of my life, from the highs of high school with Lyria to the lows of her betrayal and Juna's confession. The more I thought, the more I felt trapped in a cage of my own making. My heart yearned for connection, but my mind was too scarred to trust again. Sitting on the edge of the fjord, watching the water ripple gently, I wondered if there was any way out. Any way to rebuild, to trust, to love again. Reddit. I'm stuck in this loop of pain and isolation. How do I pull myself out? How do I find myself again amidst this turmoil? Edit. Reading your messages of support and empathy has been a glimmer of hope. I never realized how many of you have faced similar heartaches. Maybe there's light at the end of this dark tunnel. I'll keep pushing through, one step at a time. Reddit. This will likely be my last update. The weight of everything has settled heavily on me, and the biting chill of an Oslo winter mirrors the coldness I feel within. The snow began to fall softly as I made my way to the fjord. Each flake seemed to absorb the ambient city lights, transforming the dark night into a luminescent wonderland. As mesmerizing as it was, the beauty couldn't mask the piercing cold. Standing at the edge, the water looked dark and inviting. I watched as tiny snowflakes met the surface, their brief existence melting away. Much like the fleeting moments of happiness I'd experienced, I couldn't help but draw parallels between the tranquil yet treacherous icy waters and my life's journey. There was a deceptive beauty to it all. The love, the betrayal, the heartbreak. From the passionate days of youth in Tromso with Lyria, to the dark twists and turns that life threw at us. I wanted answers. I yearned for closure, some sign that the pain and confusion would eventually make sense. But sometimes, life doesn't give us the closure we seek. Sometimes love stories don't have fairy tale endings. As the snow piled on, the cold seeped deeper into my bones. A numbness began to take over, first my fingers, then my heart. Maybe this was how it was meant to end, not with a bang, but with the silent, cold embrace of an Oslo winter night. For those reading, please remember, life is complex and unpredictable. Cherish the moments, learn from the heartbreaks, and always seek help when you feel lost. Edit. If anyone out there feels this way, please talk to someone. Life has its ups and downs, but you never have to face them alone. There are helplines and communities ready to support and listen. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. 
perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.